You like rap music? Yeah, sure do. Who's your favorite rapper? Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Mr. Brian Green. Brian Green. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. He's always delicious. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Welcome to With Brian Austin Green. Now, here's Brian Austin Green and Derek Russell. This is uh, this is the With Bag podcast, by the way. It is. I'm I'm Brian Austin Green. He is joined by Derek Russell. I am. I is. <laughs> Fred, what are you, Snoop Dogg? <laughs> um, and uh, we're we're live. We're we're live at my home. Yes. Derek is uh, in town. I just showed up. You know what I was thinking too? We haven't done this show in like a month. I mean, so much. It, so much has happened. Did we do it in February at all? I think I think January was. Did the last we miss time. the whole month of February? I think we did. I mean, February went, was was a shorter month. It was a shorter month. Happy Black History Month. Uh, now that it's over, we we, right. we, we didn't get to say it. At Better the time. late than never. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy Women's Independence Day. <laughs> all that right. Now that we yeah. all the holidays we've missed, we'd like to catch up on now. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> you you went you and Megan went to Hawaii. Yes. You get back from Hawaii. I get back from Hawaii. I'm here for like four days. Now, while while Megan and I and the family are in Hawaii on vacation, I get an email like, "Hey, do you want to do you want to do uh, do an episode of Magnum PI?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, of did course. You, did you even know Magnum PI was? I did back on. <laughs> I saw I saw on the side. So here's a funny story. I saw on the side of a bus, um, the poster for mm-hmm. Magnum PI, and it was a picture of. The new Magnum, and uh, my first thought was like, "Oh, he doesn't have a mustache like Tom Selleck did." Yeah. And then, as I was going to work my first day, I realized that the guy playing Magnum PI is an old uh, friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. It's it's borderline co-star. friend. Yeah, co-star, someone I've worked with Acquaintance. before. Um, I was like, "Oh, Jay is playing uh, Magnum." So it's kind of cool. I already I already knew the director. He he directed uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, one of them, and uh, I knew one of the producers because he was a producer also on on Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I knew I knew Jay. And then the last day I was there, uh, one of the other cast members did uh, Happy Endings, and I was on that show for a little while. So it was that was a good show. Yeah, it was kind of like a fun little sort of reunion. It yeah. was, you know, it was, it was interesting. So, so yeah. Moral of the story is you get back and turn around and you learn you have to turn around and fly back. So, so I get I get back in LA. I'm here for like four days. And we were supposed to record. We were supposed to record. And then you found out you were going back to Hollywood. I was like, dude, I can't. I'll, I'll, I can maybe call you for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, back in Hawaii, which isn't. I don't want to complain because you got to go to Hawaii. I got to go to Hawaii. Yeah. On um, CBS time. Right. CBS money. Right. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I got to the point where I was I was a little sick of Hawaii, which nobody's ever nobody said that. nobody's ever I don't think in the history of the world anybody's ever no, said I'm, no. I'm a little sick of Hawaii except for maybe people privilege. except for maybe people that live in Hawaii, so uh, that are used to it right that have that like yeah, island fever. Suck to wake up yeah. to that view every morning. Just yeah, the- exactly. <laughs> So, the only uh, time I think anybody has ever said I got tired of Hawaii is that day that the <laughs> missile alert came last year. Right. And they were like, "We're all going to." Everyone was like, "Get off the island!" Oh, no, we can't <laughs> swim. We're on a fucking island. Um, well, no. So I, I had to travel with I travel with my mom, mm-hmm. who uh, she hasn't been in like twenty years, so it was great for her. And then I traveled with my two year old because 
he he won't fall asleep very easily without me. He's mm-hmm. ju- he's a total daddy's boy. We don't know why because Megan's great with him. He he's just. I'm his thing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm his security blanket. I don't know. I don't know what it is. So uh, he did not want to go back to Hawaii. He didn't want to get back on a plane and fly to Hawaii again because it's a long flight. And you just did it. It's like a six-hour flight. 72 hours before. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, oh, I don't want to go back to Hawaii, you know, barely speaking. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we have to go, go back for work. We're going to go with Nana, though. And he was like, I don't want to go on a plane. But we did. I can feel him after <laughs> after my week. I don't want to be on a plane either. <laughs> Flying stinks. Yeah. Airports suck. I uh, So when we were at the airport flying home, he was jumping between the two. You know how the seats in the, uh, in the airport are back to back? So he climbed in between them and he was jumping around. I was looking at him and he hit my nose with his head. That's why you can still see the little bruise here. Oh. It, the whole thing was bruised like crazy. He hit me really fucking hard. <laughs> that's not fun. Yeah. Good times. So that's that was like February. Yeah, so that, that happened. A huge portion yeah. of that month. Yeah. Um, little announcement about a TV show. I don't know if people yeah, heard about so, this. Yeah, uh, so was that in March? I don't even... It's all run together. What's today? Know. What year is it? Today is March, March 13th. Tw- March 13th. I was going to say 12. Two weeks ago. So it's probably right at the end of February, right. beginning of March. Um, you were still in Hawaii when it hit, weren't you? I was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If that's a frame of reference yeah, at all. It's not. Okay. But uh, but thanks. <laughs> Time is uh, yeah. <laughs> Time. That's a crazy idea. So uh, yeah, we're doing this. Uh, we're doing this reboot. Which um, is reboot the right? It's. Phrase. It's I don't I don't want to I don't give, know that there's a term for what yeah, you guys are I don't, doing. I don't want to give details of it because right. I want people to still be sort of shocked and have fun when they watch it. But it's it's a really good idea. I you know I didn't after doing ten years of the show I really didn't want to go back and just play David Silver for another possibly ten years. Yeah, I, it was like it's got to be something different. Mm-hmm. And uh, this idea is is exactly that. And, and Fox. Loved it, and uh, we're going back and doing six, and um, they they picked it up for six, which is sort of unheard of at this point in television. Um, no script, you, you guys no script. Pilot. I mean, they picked we, up six just from the get go. You know what the the cast? So it's six of the original eight, mm-hmm. um, minus Luke and Shannon, and uh, we went in and we we were all there for the pitch, and uh, Fox loved it, and they said in the room they were like, we want it. And we had we had gone and pitched to a few other places, and they wanted it also. So we had sort of a good bidding war going on. But uh, I think we—I'll speak for myself. I always wanted it back on mm-hmm. Fox. Uh, it's kind of like it's it a homecoming, sense. yeah. Yeah. So, and I think the—I I think Fox is the right network for uh, for a show like that. Like CBS owns it, right? CBS Productions. And nothing against CBS, but CBS has a very different audience yes. to me. That's like CSI, you know, <clears throat> CBS Jag. is, yeah, yeah, CBS is much more procedural, yeah. like older audience. Um, and Fox has now got and, to do something to kind of rebrand themselves after this whole Disney thing. Yeah. So what better way to do that right. than, than go back to the well, so to speak, with you guys? Um, I don't want to say go back to the well, because well, that makes me sound old. 
and uh, and go home again. I, I just you know both of us being middle aged men, I, I just feel like we want to uh, we want to avoid avoid uh, who are you talking to aging ourselves. Right uh, I'm speaking to uh, I'm speaking to the guy that's sitting there. <clears throat> Got you. I didn't watch the show. I have <laughs> right. though. But you watched the Flash. I have. <laughs> right. I have been watching the right. show. All right. I, I have. I have. I'm started. sorry. I'm sorry, my friend. I have gotten through season one. I'm into season two. Well, you're, you're starting you're, to make more appearances. Now. What's fun? What's funny though is because you admit to me yesterday that you're watching you're watching the show in the background of of life. You're not like sitting down on the couch and I, I, making the choice of I, like I'm gonna watch this hour I of television. Can't, you can't. can't. No, I'm it's sorry. impossible. I'm it's sorry. too much. It's too much, and it's and it it is what it is. It's it's that show, um, which it worked well in the '90s yeah. when there was no internet. You had nothing else to do, and it was priority television. There was no. I, I really think the fact that there was no internet at the time, like really. Uh, it really meant a lot for the show because people were people were wondering. They were like, you know, what's Beverly Hills like? Yeah, and they well, couldn't. It meant a lot for you guys. Not yeah, they couldn't. To... They couldn't sit on their on their phones or on their computers and look it up. So, right. you know, whatever we told them, they were they they bought. They were like, hey, great, <laughs> like Peach Pit, awesome. Like you this know. is actually West Beverly Hills. Yeah. Uh, hi, right, exactly. West Beverly Hills, West Beverly Hills doesn't exist, um, <laughs> which is about as far away from <laughs> Beverly. <laughs> Hills as you could possibly get, as I learned I, yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, we uh, we made up a bunch of uh, bunch of stuff. Um, we'll talk more about the reboot. I mean, I mentioned yeah. Luke, and I, I yeah, we would be so, remiss, obviously uh, if we we didn't talk about his untimely passing and yeah, how tragic that Luke. has been. Um, Luke was just Luke was a, a special a special guy. Yeah, Luke was one of those. It's. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm still mourning over it. So it's it, it, there. There's a part of me that's kind of shocked that I'm speaking about Luke this way. I mean, Jason summed it up best to me. You know, we were all, we all knew that at some point we would have to deal with losing cast members and friends, and but not this soon. Not at and not fifty-two. In such a not in such an way. abrupt way. Yeah. Um, but really trying to like rationalize it and internalize it, I guess, you know, the, the best I can. Um, Luke was a really fucking cool guy. Luke was, Luke was one of those people like you and I were talking yesterday. Luke was one of those people that nobody had a bad story about. Yeah. He was just a, a great guy. And he was, and he was Luke, no matter where you saw him, no matter when you saw him, no matter what he was going through, what you were, he was always like, he was a rock. Um, and uh, and we're, I'm I'm extremely lucky to have had him in my life. Yeah, uh, he's he he really is a, a great guy, and he'll he'll be missed. And uh, much love and respect to his his kids and his uh, ex wife and his fiance and everybody that was by his side dealing with it um, in the hospital. Crazy, it's crazy. I just don't. I. Uh, Luke was one of those people that, you know, you have like sort of an office full of people and you have people that are funny and people that are, you know, and fill that. Luke was more of a glue type of person. Like mm-hmm. he really, he really, he was, because he was so consistent, he was the guy that you would go to if you wanted something um, consistent. 
something, you know, you, you knew how he was going to react. You knew he was going to say something funny. He was really sharp witted, which everyone knew. Um, but he was just really honest. And, uh, you knew going to him, like, I, I, I want, like, I would wonder, like, what, I wonder what, like, Luke's take on this is. And I called him when we were talking about the reboot because he knew early on that, you know, he was doing Riverdale and so he couldn't do the reboot. Right. Um, which was a shame, but we thought, you know, if the reboot's doing really well, he can always come back and he can do a couple episodes or, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Same thing with Shannon. Um, it's a shame now that that's not a possibility. I mean, that's, that's so low on the totem pole, but it's, it's a shame that for fans that they don't get that, uh, that send off of, of Dylan McKay like they want. You mentioned you guys all met at Gabrielle's house. Yeah. Last week, and yeah. just faces you've not seen in so long. People from... I haven't seen in like eighteen years, yeah. at least. And you see them there, and it's, I, it's, it was, it was very mixed emotions because yeah. you were you were happy to see everybody, and you felt like, God, it's been too long, and it was great, but what a horrible reason to have to see everybody again, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, it was, uh, it was, it was definitely interesting. It had, it had its. Uh, fun funny like laugh times and then it had its its moments of you know where this is a it's, I, it sucks that something so tragic yeah it, together it's, after so long and it's one of those like you're sitting there and you're kind of you i don't fully know what to say because yeah. i don't i don't totally believe it there's a part of me much like the death of elvis that i expect luke to walk around a corner in an airport or at a gas station or, you know, I just don't, I don't fully believe that, uh, that Luke is gone. And, and, you know, I've, Luke has been in my life for a long time and, um, we had a really special relationship and I, I'm learning now that Luke really had a special relationship with a lot of people. Yeah. That, that's one thing I've, I've noticed from all of this yeah. is just how many lives he truly touched. Yeah, you know, you kind of selfishly go into it and you think like, oh, I'm really going to miss him. And it's like, no, once you realize that, you go, we mm-hmm. are, are really going to miss him. Like, he's he's much bigger than just me. Yeah. You know, selfishly, I I would like to take ownership of of, of him and, and our relationship, but it's, he was just a, he was a great human being. Um, Ian and Jason, everybody have seen share stories. And I know on the show before, you have, and maybe it was even in Atlanta last year when we were doing the live show, you and I had talked about the <clears throat> laundry basket incident with Jason yeah. and Luke. But yeah. I, what, what what's a standout story between you and Luke that you that, that that's Luke, come to your mind in recent days? I used to say that Luke had a five head because he had such a big forehead. <laughs> and and Luke used to used to say that I had a proceeding hairline. He was like, one day your hair is just gonna join with your eyebrows and it's just proceeding. It's like your forehead's getting smaller and smaller. Cause I had really thick, crazy hair mm-hmm. at that point. So uh I I mean I Luke you know, Luke and I for me, Luke I have an older brother, but Luke was as close as you can get to having another family member. He would, we always had sort of these, these ongoing jokes and these things. And so he would randomly send me text messages that were just TV or movie quotes. Like, you know, wrote a song about it. Want to hear it? Here you go. And that's all he would text me. And you'd read that and you'd kind of chuckle and you'd know, okay, well, Luke, you know, Luke was just randomly thinking about me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
but we text each other on like Valentine's Day and all sorts of just random shit. And yeah. and and I uh, I loved him a lot. I love him, and uh, he'll be missed. It's it's uh, every once in a while I'll find like a picture that he texts me or you know something like that, and I I even text him. I text him after he had passed, knowing obviously that he can't text me back, but right. on some level hoping yeah. that he would text me back or that he was out there somewhere. And I know he is. I know he's looking down and I know he's, you know, smiling and um it's hard because Luke was uh Luke was not knowing Luke, he he is not one that wants us to mourn him. He wants us to celebrate him, but celebrating somebody's hard because part of that is mourning someone. Yeah, the loss. And you know, I said to Megan, I was like, I, I feel, I feel a little, uh, a little selfish, crying and mourning him because, because his kids. You know, it's like I don't, I don't want to take up. There's a part of me that was like, I don't want to take up any of his time now that he's passed. Like, you know, I'll be okay. Like, go take care of people that really need you. And she said to me, she was like, you know what, Luke. He, it, it's not like it was when he was here. Like he, you know, he's, he can be in 20 places at once. He's got enough, like of, a heart. Yeah. He's got enough of a heart to go yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's fine. So don't feel selfish about mourning. You know, mourning is a part of it. And, um, uh, it's just, it's, I've lost people before, yeah. but, uh, to lose somebody like Luke, that to me just seems so young that I've known for so long. I mean, I knew him. I knew him before we were doing 90210. We did we did a Dr Pepper commercial together, and uh, so when he came to the set, he was like, "Hey, right, we did the Dr Pepper thing." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." You know, so we sort of we had like a history, yeah, kind of and history. It was probably good to have that connection. It was great on a show like yeah, that. It was day nice. one. Well, it wasn't even day one because he didn't come in for. He came in in the uh, in episode two. Okay, so he so wasn't he, in, he wasn't in the pilot, but he was in the second episode. They did the pilot, and then they're like, "We really need more of a bad boy to sort of round this out." And uh, and he was it, and he was perfect. And they always tried to label him with that bad boy, rebel without a cause. What's funny is he played that, but that wasn't that wasn't Luke. Luke yeah. was the type that if we had like a a Make a Wish kid come to the set, the the two of us would fight over like you know taking her in the or or him yeah. in the wheelchair and showing them. Everything, like every set, you know, every dressing room, making sure they met every, making sure it was amazing. It was an amazing day. Um, but Luke just, I heard stories when we were at Gabrielle's house that I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of. Like uh, Luke had gotten a call or the, the production office had gotten a call saying that one of the Make-A-Wish kids that came to visit him wasn't doing very good and probably had a couple days left to uh, to live. And Luke got on a plane and flew out to see her. Mm. Nobody knew. He didn't, you know, he didn't make announcements about things. Right. He didn't make a big deal about things. He just did them. And that was, I thought that was really cool. When I said in the car yesterday where we were heading, where we were heading, and I guess we'll talk about that next. Uh, Are we going to talk about that? Yeah. Hopefully well, yeah. it will hit. Well, yeah, out. no, because this isn't live. This, this isn't recorded, live. But right. at the yeah. time, you know, we had a countdown on Instagram. Yeah. 
for noon. And today, then Instagram has Instagram, been down. Uh, the look, the, uh, <laughs> the mass appeal to want to come to the next live show is huge. Right. It's, huge. You guys shut down Instagram totally, um, and we'll, Facebook. We'll, we'll take full credit for it. <laughs> um, it has nothing to do. It's with all like, nine followers, yeah, nine absolutely. listeners um, that shut it down. But the thing I said in the car yesterday that has been so amazing to me, like you said, the the there's there's been no bad stories. Right. I've seen nothing. Yeah. You know, people pass and are like, you remember yeah. the time seven so did you know this shit? Right. Is the number of people from so many different genres, genre like sports and just everything that had a Luke story that were touched? Yeah, like I saw, saw um, Tom Hanks's son uh, tweeted. Colin? Uh, Colin tweeted about how oh, really he was on a plane with Luke one time, and there was these screaming kids through the whole plane, and Luke had balloons like in his shirt pocket. Yeah, I found out. I found out when we were at Gabrielle's. I didn't know this again. Um, but Luke used to carry balloons mm-hmm. on every flight. So whenever kids were crying or whatever, he would walk down and blow up a balloon and yeah. he would try and do something to yeah. make it a little little easier for him. And uh, Luke did that on a, on a regular basis. I, I had no idea. I, you amazing. know, people are complicated. But he, uh, Luke was a very, he didn't share a lot. So when he did, it, it meant a lot. But there was, there was a lot, a lot to Luke. Obviously, and I think I think stories will continue to come forward, and more uh, more light will be shed on who who Luke is and was. And I mean, not in fans of obviously Riverdale, all the projects he's done, but everybody goes back to the show, goes back mm-hmm. to 9210 and, yeah. and tells stories from that time. And I'm I'm talking about viewers, people that grew up that you know had him on his wall, and and people that you know felt so connected to you guys yeah. through that series, and it's. I can't imagine. I, I mean, you, you, it's, it's he was a brother. Strange. You talk about yeah, having it's an older brother. It's just strange. A yeah. I mean, you know, everybody watched the show and they, they lost him as fans. Yeah. Which I'm sure is, I, I don't want to, I don't want to diminish that or, you know, or, or, or any of that, but it's, and say that it was different for me, but for me, it feels very different because right. I was, you know, where we were yesterday, I remember like where we were waiting for the camera to roll Mm -hmm. and like going to the dressing rooms and you know i remember all that like i like i see people have photos now of like you know us on the beach and it was like i remember the setup Mm -hmm. (laughs) for taking those photos Mm -hmm. i remember like somebody sent me a picture of luke and i and we have the beverly hills 90210 t-shirts yeah Yeah, yeah, i found it in our our archives at work i remember like when we saw those t-shirts and we were like this is fucking ridiculous And and it was like you know what color do you want I don't give a shit you know we we put them on and I mean we were we were kids yeah Luke was Luke was a kid I was a kid you were even started. more of a kid yeah yeah I was seventeen he was twenty three five four five yeah four something like that um crazy yeah it's one of those things where you. Uh, it's just that reminder, that smack in the face of like how precious life is. So not to be sappy, but reach out, reach out to the people that you care about that are in your life and, you know, give them a hug. And the one thing Luke, Luke did, not the one thing, but something that really meant a lot to me. And I was talking about at Gabrielle's was he, he, he gave amazing hugs. And I know that sounds silly, but he was one of those people, I think the only person in my life that when he hugged you, 
he would breathe you in. Like he, it meant the world to him to be, to take your time and be in your presence. Yeah. And like, if you spent an hour and a half at lunch with him for an hour and a half, he was just completely engulfed in your life and what, how you were feeling and what was going on. Like it just meant the world to him. And you know, people don't, don't do that anymore. I mean, especially with social media, people just don't spend time with people and really experience them and get to know them and love them for who they are. It's, you know, everything's very sort of fleeting and in passing and he just wasn't that type of person. That's, and I think that's why he touched so many people because he, um, he was really, he was just really good at being present. And, uh, I think people that met him, they felt really important to him and, uh, it made them feel important because, you know, people are, people are a bit narcissistic on some level. And, and I think, you know, that, uh, that feeds into that a little bit, but, um, he was, he was awesome. And one thing I think I didn't, I never met Luke. I, yeah. I've only from the years you've told me stories, but I, I've, I hate when somebody that's so close to people passes and talking about how terrible social media is and the way people react to the others. Uh, I've, I've why, had, why haven't you said anything? Why haven't yeah, you... I had a guy on Instagram that was like, you know, no post about Luke. And it's like, for, for who? Like, who am I posting for? Am I posting for Luke? Yeah. Luke passed. Am I posting for me? Am I posting for... I don't, I don't understand. Like, who am I fucking mourning for? Yeah. Like, aren't I mourning for myself? Yeah. Like, at what point... Did, it's mourn, not for public consumption. Yeah, mourn, mourn your own way. If you if you want to post something in tribute, awesome. If you don't, awesome. Everybody's got their own way of dealing with shit. And I chose not to say anything or post anything or that's just to me my relationship with Luke just meant that much. And I'm talking about it now because this is this is what we do on on my podcast is we we talk about whatever the fuck is happening now? Yeah, and obviously this is. Um, but I, I'm not for a second gonna let someone make me feel judged for dealing with the situation how I choose to deal with it. That's I, I respect everybody's opinions and their thoughts and their you know and, but I, I think I think especially this, I don't I don't give a shit. What you have to say, I don't. I don't care what you know. If you're if you're bothered that I didn't fucking post something, I get I get posts about like, hey, you don't follow your wife, and it's like, but I see my wife every day. Like I'm not I'm not on Instagram for the people that are around me that I love. Like those people I text or I yeah. fucking see every day. Like Instagram is my way for you know my my way of reaching out to fans and, and doing that and uh, reaching out with the podcast and sharing news and. Sharing news, obviously, to people that I'm not going to see in five fucking minutes that aren't that have no idea what what's going on my uh, what's room. going on in my life, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Megan, I see every fucking morning and yeah. day and night, and it, you know, what am I? I'm going to follow her on Instagram so I can tell her what I've already told her in person. It doesn't make any sense. So how? That's um, my soapbox. Here, here's our segue <laughs> in, into the announcement because I want to know. And we'll say it now. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, by this point, Instagram is working. The live show, we're returning. We're not returning. You're returning 
We're going to Torrance High School. We're going to Torrance to the original West Beverly High. We're going to do a, a, a live show podcast in the auditorium mm-hmm. at uh, Torrance High School. Labor Day weekend. Labor Day, yeah. Um, <laughs> Be exactly yeah, a year. August from... 31st. Yeah. Um, tickets are on sale now. No. Um, they're not. No. <laughs> They will soon. be. They'll be. They'll be on sale soon. You just flooded my inbox. Um, <laughs> uh, the proceeds, obviously, again go to generosity.org. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like last time. Like last time. I think it'll be fun, though. Yeah. Uh, it'll. It'll be a good. It'll be a good chance for fans of the show to see Torrance High School and see things and go. Yeah, that was. I remember when Luke and Ian and Jenny and you know everyone. Walked there, mm-hmm. walked down those stairs, courtyard, and because most of the stuff is is still there. Yeah, um, we spent about two yeah. hours there yesterday. We walked around the school courtyard is still there, so the fountain's still there, the stairs, all the stuff. Derek, who's not a fan of the show, who is begrudgingly watching it. I wouldn't say begrudgingly. No, I. But well, you put words you in my mouth. I, all I, the I time. would. Yeah, I would yeah. say begrudgingly. Why, why, why right. stop now? Why stop now? Um, I'm, I'm sort of a, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of a fan of Derek. Uh, Thanks. Uh, I I say just mean things just yeah. to motivate him to uh, to do. It's helped to do more. Yeah, it's more <laughs> um, than my therapist. <laughs> um, yeah, the the school is awesome though. I think I think the fans will really like it. Um, I'm gonna have some other uh, some other surprise guests and. Uh, some other cast members there. I, I don't want to name people because I'm sure it'll it'll change up up until the day of. We're months away, but um, it'll be fun. It'll be. We had a good time when we were in Atlanta. I think we'll have a really good time here. I think we'll have even more and of a good time here. The podcast is stupid fun, and uh, I think people have stupid fun. And you'll get to sit in the audience, and it's a much bigger audience. It's a much bigger space. We the place we we're in, in in Atlanta, we had like 150. People. Intimate. Yeah, it was intimate. This place, the auditorium holds like nine hundred and something people. Yeah. So, uh, and and we'll be on a stage. It, we'll do a Q and A, so people can come. You guys can come with a question for us. I'm not saying we'll answer it, but you can have a question. <laughs> you can ask it. We might answer it. We might not. Um, who knows? We'll see. And this should hit around the time, at least while episodes are still airing, and toward the end of the finale, if if that works out right of with the reboot, reboot with yeah. scheduling. So even better. Yeah. So I get in the car yesterday, and, you're, and the first thing you say to me is, "Is I'm going to see if I can drive there from memory." <laughs> I, it, it was just a challenge for myself. Yeah. It was like I I wanted I to think see. It's cool that you were able to do this. I, so I haven't been there since like '93. Yeah. I think was the last episode where we shot on location in Torrance, because by that point we had built all the schools on stage and we were mainly there, and they had all the establishing shots and all this stuff of you know, the West Beverly High and all that. Um, but when we were there, I mean, when we worked there, we worked there for like two years, consistently. So. I wanted to see getting on the freeway, getting off the freeway, making a right on the streets. I wanted to see if, like, by some sort of weird sense memory, I could find it again. Of course, I couldn't. And uh, at one point, I was like, "All right, Derek, what you know, which which way to go?" And he was like, "Yeah, we're you're so you're close. about." We were we were in Torrance. We weren't we weren't that close to the school. We were heading in the direction of the school, but we were we it were a bit a lot off. different. 
because to... we're on the wrong on no, the wrong street. Well, I mean, I mean, what... I was like, wait, these homes weren't here, and we were on the wrong street. Well, what I thought was so cool was you, you would pass <laughs> a landmark, and you would be like, I can remember racing Jay. Like coming off the freeway yeah. and like right. you know one yeah. morning and being right up against Jay because we were sitting there at the same time. Yeah, I'd, I'd be at a red light and I'd look over and Jay would be in his car or Shannon would be in her car, but and so we would race then to to set because we were young and, and and stupid and we didn't have kids in the back seat. <laughs> um, so now racing's a little different. Uh, our cars are different, um, but yeah, there. I mean, we spent tons of time there it was it was interesting for me to get there and like see new buildings that they've built yeah and go wait that building wasn't here that gate wasn't here you know you'd see whole things and you it wasn't there i recorded a couple things i wish we had a camera crew with us because a i've never seen you so i've never seen you smile so big ever like you were kind of giddy like walking around remembering things like it was it was it was yeah. nice to see yeah it's that sort of it's that sort of slap in the face of like remembering little things and you have the nostalgia of like walking here and there. And I remember like seeing a door and going, yeah, that was a classroom that we used, you know, in the second or third episode. Mm -hmm. You remember, again, you remember like, you know, I was, I was sharing the story of being with Luke and I remember like waiting for action around this corner or, you know, the golf carts taking us from this parking lot to to here. And I remember people watching the show, like kids, you know, we when we filmed at Torrance High School, school was in session. So we would we would shoot while the kids were in class, and then the bell would ring, and we'd sort of stop shooting, and it would literally be you know hundreds of kids like standing off on the perimeter watching what we were doing. And sometimes, if it was lunch and it was long enough, we would just we would roll, we would we would film, but there would be hundreds of of kids. Watching, hanging out the windows on the balcony and the stairwells, watching yeah. you guys shoot. Well, at that point, our show—you know, th- those kids were the same age as right. our characters on the show. I mean, what was funny was being versus back, versus, versus yesterday, now, and kids walking past like, "Hey, who's the old guy that's blocking the doorway?" <laughs> Stranger danger. Yeah, totally. Yeah, don't he talk to him. He, he looks weird. Have a past. Yeah. Well, it was like the freshmen walking by. They weren't alive when the show was even on. They don't give a shit about me. That was me. so weird. They were like Brian Who, which which I do now, but uh, they were really it's like Megan Brian Fox's Who. Husband. Yeah, <laughs> Megan Fox's husband, right? That was my claim to fame. Um, was it? Was your reaction walking around yesterday different than it would have been two weeks ago? After. Uh, after Luke's passing. A lot of your stories seem obviously. I felt like you were you were telling talking a lot about him and, and remembering you know being around a corner yeah. coming out to the fountain. Everything. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's who knows. Yeah. I, might have been. Yeah, it, it might have been the same. But, you know, or maybe not. I have no idea. It, have, it was cool walking out of the auditorium up to the courtyard yeah. and seeing your reaction when you got to the fountain. I and well, all that stuff. so what's funny is you know walking out of the auditorium up to the fountain. There's a whole building there now that that wasn't there yeah. before. And I was like, I don't know what was here before, but this building, bu- I mean, building wasn't. It's, yeah. a, it's a big building. And so, and then you're walking and then all of a sudden you get to a courtyard and you go, wait, this is, the courtyard hasn't changed at all except for like a railing yeah. for safety on the, on the steps. They threw but, some grass on the fountain. But it's, the guy was saying like they, they had to rebuild the courtyard because 
of the age. And they, they pulled out the bricks and numbered the back of them and put everything back the way it was. Like they, they oh, treated, I didn't hear him say that. Yeah, they treat it like a historical well, it is. Monument. It's a historical site because the main building's like 1917. So yeah, they, they numbered the bricks. They put them all back where they, where they came from. Like it's, they took it really, it took like, he was saying two years to refurbish it. Um, and there are a couple other parts of the school that are the, that are the same. Um, I must have been chasing butterflies at that point because right. God knows we saw. I was I was tying my there. shoe. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the front. Just for everybody that that doesn't know, there's some migration of butterflies. Or it's the end and, times. And we saw, or it's the end of times. <laughs> and we saw thousands of butterflies crossing the freeway as we were driving to Torrance High School. From I picked Eric up and crazy, um, crazy. I so that's the story. It's not. It's yeah. not super exciting. Yeah, that but was the end. Of I just it. wanted to clarify so people heard butterflies and they weren't like, "What?" The front of the building. So they don't even use that anymore. The yeah. iconic, you know, what everybody recognizes. The is front West walkway and, and the whole thing. It's all closed. Uh, Sunnydale yeah. from from Buffy. There's a fucking sign that says, "Use the other door." Shout out to the two kids that were cutting <laughs> that were skipping school that we got in trouble. I love that. <laughs> so. So when Derek and I, when we had finished touring the, the auditorium and everything, we were, we were walking out to the front to film, uh, to film our video for letting everyone know, hey, this is, this is our site. Which may or may not and, be. And uh, two kids came out of the door that you're not supposed to use at all, like cutting cutting. They were class. leaving. They, they were, were leaving. leaving campus. They were leaving campus. And the guy we were with was like, hey, can I, can I see your, uh, your badges and your notes? And uh, he was like, "You're not supposed to use that door." And it was like a whole big thing. And I was, I was the old guy who was, you know, watching two two kids at high school get busted for a cutting class. What I love is when a kid can't lie, and somebody asks them what he they're was doing. like laughing. Well, no, he just kept going, "What?" Like, right. he, like he didn't understand. Like he'd been right. taught, he couldn't come up with a lie. It's like, dude, you go to school here. I know you, you're. You, I know you're you smart. Hear what you can say what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going right now? So uh, shout out to those two kids. Yeah. Not yeah. like anyone they yeah. know or they listen to this show or they know who we are. But One of them saw the writing on the wall and hightailed it back to the door and it locked. And it was him. locked. He was like, oh, so close. He was, he was stuck at the door. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so after walking, that was, a, that was fun. Anywhere we go, we end up having a story, don't we? Um, but at least we didn't eat somewhere and Bill. Thank God, because Dane sick. was with us, so so at least we didn't have a repeat of. Shout Atlanta. out to Dane. He uh, he was with us in Atlanta at the restaurant where uh, where our waiter, uh, someone else had to come back and say, "Listen, your your waiter is violently ill right now." Still so I don't understand why they yeah. had to say violently. Uh, it it Ill, just added Ill to the story. <laughs> it added to the story. Yeah, but it didn't add to my meal. No, of course not. <laughs> but it added to our story, like. If we had to tell the story and say, you know, somebody came and said, oh, our waiter's sick, it's not as, as, as good yeah, as, as violently ill. Um, so a little bit more about the live show. Uh, we were talking about, yeah, we're going to be in the auditorium, going to be on stage, Q&A, all that good stuff. We'll have some kind of VIP. We're, we're talking about a, different, a couple of different ideas. Right. Um, I like yours that we're talking about. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk. Events. I don't want to talk prematurely because yeah, it could why, all change. That's why tickets haven't gone right. yet. So. But uh, the auditorium is locked down. That's happening yeah. for sure. Yeah. So for sure, everyone will get to be at Torrance High School and be in the auditorium and be there for the the live taping of uh, of our podcast. Yeah. Which, for what it's worth, uh, seems pretty cool. We'll see. Way to sell it. I. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Way to put to put fucking lipstick on a pig. Jesus Christ. Come, I guess. Yeah, you know? come, come, ish, maybe, uh, or or don't. I don't know. Uh, Withbackpod.com slash live is where you can uh, stay up to date. What are we done? On that. No, I'm just giving okay. them the link for for. Well, I just want to make sure, because yeah. you, you you tend to cut people short and you cut the show short. And Do I? I I didn't mean to. I thought you were. Continue. I'm no, no, no. I, I have nothing I, more I was, to say. I was just, you I was know. Give the link for info on. Well, no. Go, go ahead. Give no, the link. Fine. Well, no. I want people to be able to buy tickets. Well, so do I. That's Jesus why I was Christ. giving the link. Holy shit! Like a fucking old married couple. It's crazy. <laughs> Statler and Waldorf <laughs> up in the balcony. <laughs> That's why I give you shit because I, I think I think uh, I think it helps you. Thank uh, you. I think, yeah. No, I appreciate it. It, it does. It's all it's constructive level. criticism. It may be subconscious, but it's level. criticism. Yeah, it's still nonetheless it's still criticize yeah. me even if it's constructively. I don't want to try and say that I don't because I do. But, Thank uh, you. Um. <laughs> now my train of thought is totally gone. <laughs> so uh, the live show will be cool. Yeah. Um, I want to talk more about the reboot though. Oh, right. and I know I know. You guys, the writers' room assembles. You guys haven't even seen the script yet, right? Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about where you're filming? No. No. Okay. I don't. All right. Okay. I don't want to talk about. We'll I don't want to talk about details of the show. No, I just no. want to go and make it. And yeah. it's, you know, I know, I know. Some of the fans have been like very critical of what we do or don't do. Um, the reality is, you know, we made ten years of a show without you guys. <laughs> Um, so on some level, you have to trust that we want to make a good show. The 90210 that was on before the, uh, the other version of the show, that wasn't a reboot. That wasn't us. That wasn't, we weren't, we weren't doing what we do. And now we actually have a little more control over this one. So for people that are concerned, uh, don't be, you'll either, you'll either like the show. The reality is you'll either like it or, or you won't. I think and, that the twist on it too, that you guys are coming up with, as you said, can be a good introduction for new people as well as people who love the show. You know what? The, the, the twist, the, uh, so here's, here's been the sticking point for us. And believe me, we've had, we've had fans of the original show in mind. We want to we want to appeal to the original fans of the show, but we also have the twist of we want to appeal to new fans now. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you do that? And and I think that the idea that we've sort of come up with for this reboot, in not giving it away, it does that. And uh, hopefully, and if it doesn't, we tried. Yeah. And if it does, awesome. We did a good job. Talking about how you guys made the show before the fans came along and all that kind right. of stuff. Why do you think it is that people have such, feel such ownership on pro like the backlash of the last <laughs> Jedi and stuff yeah. like that? Why, why there is such, I think, I think raised I think, up hands to stuff like that. I think fans are interested. I mean, I, I get it. I was, a, you know, I was a huge fan. We had this argument over, uh, over Han Solo being recast. I, you know, there's, there's sort of that, I think, I think when people have a connection with something and their childhood, they want to hold on to that. So they don't want it to stray from what they remember. But that's just not that's not what it is. That's not what this reboot is. This reboot isn't a direct pickup, much like the Star Wars franchise. Like I understand that people were upset, but it's 
you know that that movie wasn't picking up where it left off in a new hope it was it was leading up the 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 films have been leading up to and then the the franchise is picked up at this point so you know i had trouble with like this solo thing because i had already seen harrison ford play han solo as a kid so i was like i don't want to see someone playing Han Solo at the same age. It's just not, it's not Han Solo to me. It's, and I would understand for somebody else playing David Silver or somebody else playing Dylan McKay or Donna Martin, or I understand with that, you sort of have this vision of like, no, these, these are the people. And so we want to stay true to that with the reboot. But at the same time, the reboot is, it's picking up from now. So it's like, what do our lives consist of now? And our, our lives have changed. We're not nineteen years after yeah, the show. I'm not off. I'm not the same seventeen year old that went and did, you know, the pilot of Nano Two One O. I'm now forty five and I'm married and I have kids and so how does that all tie in? It's a different it's a different time. It's a different situation. So for us, and I think what's gonna be fun for the fans without giving too much away, is what is it like for 45-ish type people to make a show that they made when they were Mm 20-something. And that's going to be the experience of the show. It's got a good soul to it just from from right there. I I, I think, again, it should be fun. I hope people like it. If they don't, then they don't. But uh, believe me, we have the best of intentions in mind in making the show. We really... We really want to make a, a great show that old school fans love, that new school, you know, we want to make new school fans. We, uh, we want to appeal to, to everyone. And if we don't, it, it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard thing to live up to. But for me, it's exciting that we have the opportunity to do it. And it should be exciting for the fans that, you know, I know, I know fans that, that have been fans that have stuck it through, have really wanted to see us back and, uh, and we're back and, and we're going to try it and we're going to, we're going to do our best to appeal to, to everyone and, and make it fun. And, and for people that don't like it, I'm sorry. I can honestly say as somebody who didn't grow up watching it and everything you've told me over the past few weeks and, and months, you know, while during pitches and stuff like yeah. that, you guys being the driving force behind it do have the fans you you do have the the heart of the show in, in, <laughs> as the goal. We have we have the best of intentions. Yeah. I, I'm not whether, saying that because we're friends. I, I honestly believe whether that. whether people watch it and like it or not, uh, <clears throat> I have no control over. I mean, the reality is, I liked I liked you know the the Star Wars franchise when it continued. I, I liked I liked the last films. I'm looking forward to the next one. Some people didn't, and so you can't. You can't make things and appeal to everyone. It's just, yeah. it's not possible. So, you know, J.J. Abrams had the, has the best of intentions, and he's a Star Wars fan making those. I, am a, I made the original 90210 for 10 years. That was 10 years of my life, so believe me, I want to make something that's, that's good, that lives up to it. And you're one of the few that can say all 10 years. Too, I was people, there for all ten came years. And le- you know, yeah. left and came and back. Came and, back and, so, yeah. but you were there day in, day out. Totally. Um, what was it like, the six of you going in to these different places and pitching? Well, so it was it was interesting. Was I actually, yeah, I actually I said it at one of the meetings because for the fans to know, it, there was there was a lot leading up to pitching the show. Mm-hmm. They had to sell us on this reboot idea. 
So at one point, you know, the six of us were sitting in an office in a conference room and I actually, I I made an observation and a point in there. I was like, this is the first time we've all sat in a room since the show's been done. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was kind of surreal, like, you know, to, to sit there and see everyone and know what we were talking about and the history that could be made. And it was, uh, it, it wasn't, it was nothing that up until that point, anyone had ever really thought about, you know, I mean, I, I kicked around the idea of like, and we had talked about it before on the podcast, like, you know, there's a possibility of like doing a reboot, but I really want to do it if there's a reason, mm-hmm. if it works, if it right. makes sense. Not and, just for the second day. And I heard this idea and I thought this idea makes sense. Like it's, it's a good idea. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a little surreal <laughs> to sit, to sit in a room and, and see everyone that, uh, that I did. And it's insane to think how quickly it's going to be here. I mean, it's March and, and this summer, I mean, that, that video yeah. drops Vox, Fox releases that. I mean, it's, Fox, Fox has this idea of they, they want this show out this summer, summer show, which means we're, we're getting to work now. Yeah. I mean, the, the writer's room is staffed and they're talking about all of it and they're, you know, it's, it's a big deal. And Fox is really excited about the show. And, uh, Fans seem to be excited about the show, and so, yeah, we're we're getting to work soon, and we're not we're going anywhere. Soon. We'll no. still be. We are doing the, the podcast. We and and hopefully now we'll be a little more consistent in doing the podcast because I know we haven't been here for a while. So uh, it's kind of it's been a. I mean, with this Luke, it's was, just been was, a, yeah, it's, it's been, been a, a it's crazy been a weird couple of months. It's, yeah, it's it been, has. It's been insane. It has. But, um, we have a lot to look forward to leading yeah. up to August and a lot. Of, I just I just I feel like we have a lot to talk about again. Yeah. So. Uh, there's a reason for people that didn't listen to the podcast to listen now and people that did listen to be excited again about this podcast because it was uh, – not to say it was getting dull because, you know, it's t- – because the podcast is awesome, but uh, it it gives us fresh things to discuss yeah. and a fresh It never hurts to take a few weeks off. Either. Yeah. It's that whole like, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes the podcast record better. <laughs> it makes the content a little Put more that palatable. On a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> absence makes yeah. the podcast <laughs> better. <laughs> Sound better. <laughs> anything else? Is there anything from yesterday we're forgetting to talk uh, about? About the teacher. That was cool. Oh yeah, yeah. That was neat. So there was a teacher there who uh, she was a fan of the original show. So she came by. She, she was, was younger than me. She was tricked to be there by uh, by the guy that was giving us a tour of everything. Uh, she had no idea why she was going to be there, and uh, yeah, she showed up in the auditorium, and I was there, and it was it was cool. And Derek Derek filmed it, of course, um, for her, not for her, for, not for purposes against you, <laughs> right? Of course, you might show it at the at no, the. No, uh, she probably yeah, wouldn't like that. You say no. But I, I have a feeling that it's gonna it's gonna show up again. Yeah, no. But she just starts boohooing. She she was she was shocked. She was shocked to see you. Yeah, which was uh, it was nice. She was great. Well, Kristen. Was Kristen. Yeah. Right. yeah. Super sweet. Super nice. She uh, she'll be there um, on the thirty first for the podcast. Yeah, I made her staff. I think while yeah. we were standing there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right, you're here. You made her a part of it. Yeah, you're working for free. Um, you can get in. Yeah. But you're- We'll give you a ticket, but you have to work. You need to carry all this stuff. She was like, whatever. To the back. <laughs> um, we took pictures 
Yeah. I took a picture uh, hugging the American flag just because I've I've wanted to after the famous uh, Trump photo. Did I send of, you that side by side last of, night? No. Oh, of really? hugging hugging the flag. It was funny. I thought it was pretty funny. It was funny. Well, so maybe you can put it on. Uh, you can attach it to one of the episodes. There you go. This episode we'll maybe, that. of the podcast. Um, so yeah, uh, with bagpod.com slash live is where nice. those updates will nice. be. You can sign up now for uh, to be added to a news uh, like a mailing list for. Oh, and for people that are watching this, yes, that is a shark that's uh, that's on the wall over hey, over Bruce. my drum set. You want to give him a tour real there quick? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. My drum set. I have a Tony Hawk skateboard. I have a uh, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier signed uh, boxing glove over there, or two of them that Charlie Sheen actually gave me. Um, that was pretty cool. Oh, that's my uh, Freddy glove that I made. Oh, the Freddy Krueger glove. Yeah. What's the Tommy gun? The Tommy gun was in an old like shooting gallery, so oh. it's an air gun. Cool. It looks like a real Tommy gun, but it, and there's it the infamous aquarium we've talked about before. There's uh, the replacement to the one that that broke, that shattered. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is it. Hey, this is us recording. Show off Bruce. Too. Yeah, there's there's Bruce, my uh, my replica of the uh, of the famous shark from Jaws. Thank you for letting me in your yeah, home and of just, course. you know, um, of course. since I just randomly yeah. showed up at the door, <laughs> at the gate. Right. And they were like, there's a Derek Russell here. I was like, who? Who? Brian, Don't I'm, let him in. I'm here to see Brian who? <laughs> He's a fan. <laughs> Don't let him in. Um, so, uh, at with Bagpod, Twitter, Instagram, hopefully. Instagram will, will work. Yeah. yeah, and with Bagpod. We'll post com. a video of uh, the reveal yeah. of, of where... If not, then we're we're revealing it here. Yeah, yeah. We'll You're that. welcome. Anything I'm missing? What should we get, what should we play out to? Oh, yeah, that's what we're missing. It's been a while. Let me let me look and see. Oh damn. Um, this is me vamping. No, not doing a very good job. Of podcast it. music. There we go. Let's do uh Let's do another sort of throwback. All right. Um, this is Mad Villain and America's Most Blunted. There you go. Playing you out. We will uh, see you guys next time. Mad Villain. Peace, man. Bye. Like, open the blues up and let some of the blues blood come out to show them. Then come out to show them. 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 Listening to music while stoned is a whole new world. Most plants consider it's important to second only to sex. And grass will change your musical habits for the better. I'm Africa's most bloody. Take a whole car load on the waist to trip Or sit wide out lace tip from tip with you Some rather baggies other like they cracks and vows Catch a tag, roll a bag of swag in the back of mouth You twist optimal, just the raw leaf part The list top goal, bust before beef start At the stop and go mart, acting like a spirit host done it Yeah, yo, dude nominated for the best roll L's 
And they wondered how he dealt with stress so well Wild guess, you could say he stayed sedated Some say booted, some say faded Some day prayed that he would grow a farm barn For recent research show was not for darn hard